This is The Culture. Welcome back, everybody. We are back with another episode of the Cinema Wave podcast. I am your host today. My name is Zach Miller, and I am covering the movie Ferrari, directed by Michael Mann and starring Adam Driver. But before we get into it, make sure that you subscribe to our channel on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We are beginning to open up in a lot of different ways. YouTube is growing really well, so we're super happy and pumped about that. So thank you. Be sure to follow us at our handles at, at Culture Wave Media, along with at Cinema Wave Media. And then our other podcast, Jersey's Finest Podcast, we highlight all kinds of creatives around New Jersey. So that's a great avenue we want you to explore as well. And thank you for being along with the ride. But now we're going to go into the movie that is Ferrari. And I think a lot of people have a shared reception of this movie. Michael Mann is one of those filmmakers like many of these other um, old-timey directors that have been around now for 30, 40, 50 years, like Scorsese, like, um, you know, the the pairings with De Niro and Spielberg and, and like all these other big actors, directors that have been in the business for such a long time. They've put out some great work. Their resumes are huge. Michael Mann is one of those people. I mean, he's got great um resume pieces like heat like collateral like the insider last of the mohicans he's got so many big movies that a lot of us hold near and dear to our hearts and he's just one of those guys that i will show up to a movie for no matter what and i think adam driver is also one of those actors that i will show up to for but this movie ferrari i was hearing a lot of reception that it wasn't very good and I was a little curious about it because I'm a big car enthusiast myself too. So I like to watch car shows or um, just racing films in general. You know, like there's a lot of buzz in the racing genre that movies have been doing for us for a long time now. And then you had the success of Ford versus Ferrari at the Oscars in 2018. That was a great movie that really revamped the racing genre for a lot of people. And I think that this movie had a lot um, that we were anticipating for what Ferrari could do as the person and then what um, the story is involved with that and how it changed the racing and car industry forever. So those are my expectations going in. I was hoping that we would get Ferrari the inventor, Ferrari the <clears throat> the um, ingenue who just basically rehashed the racing um, industry and how his cars elevated the performance of just cars in general to the next century of modern driving and what we know. So that was where I was hoping Michael Mann would go with this story. And for my first thoughts on the film, I, I really did not like the approach that they did to the story. It follows a specific segment of Ferrari's life where it's just before the events of Ford versus Ferrari, if you have seen that, and it's kind of his upbringing and rise to um, major claim that he is fighting to get his his foot in the door of the racing um, brands and stuff like that. He's trying to input all of his cars into big races, make his cars faster, um, testing it. And I think that the plot that they laid out for it did not necessarily feel like the stakes were very high at any point for Adam Driver's character. 
there was a little bit in the shadows that if this doesn't succeed, he might go bankrupt and he's leveraging his company stock with his wife. And then there is probably the biggest part of this. The plot line is the affair with um, Shailene Woodley's character and Penelope Cruz is in the middle of that. So that I was not a huge fan of with how much screen time the affair ate up, I guess, for a Ferrari movie. And I think other movies, you can really do that correctly. But when you're showing up to a Ferrari movie, you're trying to go see the cars. You're trying to go see what made Ferrari special. Why did he do the things that he did? And why is it so renowned? So when you have a racing film too, of all things, you're you're going in there for the thrill of an action movie, but not necessarily the explosions or you know the over-the-top special effects. You're trying to see what made these cars so embellished into our what we our perception of driving and, and racing as a whole. And why is this so important? If I was going to introduce somebody to the automotive history, Ferrari would be at the top of the list of of one of those big names that you hear about so much, but you might not know all the information. So I didn't have a ton of backstory on Ferrari's upbringing either. They kind of jump from his early racing. In the beginning, it kind of opens with his early racing history. He's in these very antique um, probably 1930s racers, and they're those classic old school like almost chitty chitty bang bang style like models of uh the cars and and just how they're they're definitely not going too fast but that was how early racing was and then it goes uh through a title card of his life before and after the war and suddenly his company is is in and i, I was a little shocked at that too because i thought it was going to be more catered to his his rise to power and and plugging himself into you know how racing was going to be changed forever with his name and, and what he did to technologically advance the cars so i think that they skipped over a lot of his legacy that he left behind there are moments in between where he sprinkles in like, okay, this is how you do the engine. He goes into a blueprint with um, Shailene Woodley's son and she, he goes, okay, like this is what we're doing to make the cars go faster with the engine. But that was kind of it, you know, like that's that wasn't the inventor of Ferrari that I wanted to see all of. I, like that was nice that they tried to incorporate some of it, but I wanted to see a little bit more of the science. I wanted to see guys just working on cars a little more. And I think that was a missed opportunity. And um, just going into Adam Driver himself too. I love Adam Driver. I think Adam Driver is a great actor. He's probably one of our best working actors right now. I just think that this movie was a little bit of a miscast for him. I've seen trailer clips of House of Gucci. And that was a similar movie where he's at least doing an Italian accent and he's he's just being incorporated into a different historical context. But just from those trailer clips, I was a little underwhelmed by his accent and his approach to like trying to cover an Italian family and that kind of thing. So I was a little thrown as to why they would do it again with Ferrari. With Ferrari, there were points where his accent was very hard to distinguish and he was muttering almost and that was definitely challenging to 
make out what he was saying. And that was also attributed to just how the sound design was handled. The sound was not very clear at points too with the dialogue. There's actually a couple of times I caught myself looking at mismatched ADR with how they would match certain dialogue to there was one actress with her face was it did not match the the dialogue at all. So I noticed that that was a problem a little bit throughout the film. And then um, just going back to Driver, I, I think that his his performance was very flat the whole movie. And I want to say that's a lot attributed to the screenplay because there wasn't a growing arc or lesson that he learns by the end of the movie. I, there was no um, moral obligation that he found by the end and that, you know, these cars are dangerous and, you know, they might kill people. By the end, he continues with his same quest and he hasn't really learned much. He's just kind of been handed an event of, okay, I went through an affair that didn't work out. That was rocky. I went through a couple of people dying for my cars. That was rocky. Yeah, that, I got through it. I got through it. But I didn't feel like he was learning any of that impact on his life. Although I felt like that was what they were trying to do with the stakes. There was a number of people that got close with him that would die in the racing car accidents. He seemed very unaffected by that. And I know that he is the owner of a major company, but when you're trying to dramatically present the story, I wanted a little bit more that he was being emotionally affected by it behind closed doors. And that, yes, this is a part of Ferrari's life that they highlight, but my assumption would be that he would have learned from those mistakes especially when you're playing with life and death and then you're wondering why you're trying to make an automotive industry as as big as you are and then people die for it so i didn't feel like there was any levels to his performance it just felt like okay get in the car someone died all right on to the next person and he, it felt the same way with how he handled his relationship with penelope cruz Penelope Cruz is fantastic in this movie. I think she is probably the best part of this movie and she deserved a little bit more screen time. Um, but yeah, he, he just kind of brushes her off. He's doing his business, doing that kind of thing. And, you know, then he's on to Shailene Woodley and Shailene Woodley is just kind of the femme fatale in a way of just, you know, she's eye candy and she's just being treated as like, yeah, okay, I'm around for this. But then she has a sudden moral obligation, like I wouldn't have done this if I knew you were married or, you know, if, if this was going to be so messy. So that just didn't, a lot of that just got really choppy to me. It got very muddy and murky with that there were multiple things they were trying to do in the screen time. So that that's where I think a lot of the problems lie for me is, is the amount of time in Ferrari's life that they decided to cover, which was not a lot. It was just about one specific period. And then just the way that they presented it dramatically, I think it just fell flat. Um, a big pro that I want to talk about too is the racing sequences. I think that this has been a very shared opinion as well that the racing sequences have been some of the better ones in racing movies that have come out. There is the Ford versus Ferrari. There is Rush. There's a couple of other recent racing genre films that have come out in the last uh, 10, 15 years. These are really good. 
although I think that there's a few parts that take away from the racing, especially because you have a lot of lingering on the emotional, emotional, quote unquote, affair of Penelope Cruz and Shailene Woodley. And there's too much of the love triangle when, like I was saying, what we signed up for is those racing elements. And I think the trailer also emphasizes you're going to get a racing movie and these people are in the background and he's going through those things in the background when in fact the it's exactly the opposite they they frame it as more the relationship at the front and then the racing in the background which begs the question like why take so much time for that and ferrari was such a big person especially for italy like why focus on just the affair because clearly the way that it was dramatically presented, it didn't seem to affect him as much as they wanted it to. Um, I, I just think that that was, that was my biggest gripe with the movie. But yeah, and then um, I do want to talk about Penelope Cruz too because Penelope Cruz was sensational. I think she's great in just about everything that she's in and she's another name that when you see her in it, okay, they're stacking up a, a pretty big cast. They have her with Adam Driver and Shailene Woodley. And then they have um, even Patrick Dempsey shows up at one point. Uh, this this cast is very good. However, I think it's still the screenplay. And I, I think also Penelope Cruz didn't get enough limelight and she didn't get enough spotlight for the movie. There's a lot that she has just casted away as the the common housewife and I think that was a little dull to me because we've seen that before and we've seen a wife just go through a divorce and, you know, like they don't say much about it. And yes, she's grieving her, uh, her, her son and her, her brother that they lost, but the, the, the emotional gut wrenching things that they were trying to get out of it didn't come through because I didn't feel like they were properly handled. And that's kind of going to the rest of the film as well. So I just feel like that was a little bit of mismanagement mismanagement on Michael Mann's part. But um, if if those elements were clear and if there was a little bit more racing, there probably needed to be like 80% racing compared to like the 40% that they did. So I wanted more of that. I, th I think that was essential to this to work. Um, and then... Yeah, I, I, there's also something that I was thinking about because I didn't love Adam Driver in the role. I was thinking about other actors that could potentially play Ferrari. I was thinking about either Roberto Benigni or maybe even F. Murray Abraham because he has phenomenal work in Amadeus and then he just did White Lotus Season 2. He's awesome. I think both of those guys look like... Uh, Ferrari, they definitely resemble him and I, they can definitely bring that emotional impact. But um, there was, there was just a lot of moving parts in this movie that just didn't feel cohesive. I, I felt like the script was a little uninspired. It, it didn't have much to say about anything. I think it's almost similar to really Scott's Napoleon, which, which we were reviewing this year as well, is that there was a lot packed into one thing and they were presenting events that happened, but there was never something they were trying to say about why this was a bad thing for Ferrari. You know, like was the greed getting the best of him? Was it a lesson 
to or a message to other people that oh greed is a bad thing it costs people lives i didn't get that by the end of it because we know that ferrari goes on to do much more for automotive um racing after the events of this film so there there didn't feel like there was something presented to the viewer that there was a big takeaway from and it, and it, for that reason it felt like a little bit of a waste of time but if you're into the racing genre, I would still recommend the movie. Um, I also did see there was that whole controversy about Adam Driver getting that one question from a reporter about the CGI being bad. And even though I don't love Adam Driver in the movie, I commend him for not throwing his own crew under the bus because I think that the reporter wanted to get a reaction out of Adam Driver and for him to say, oh, yeah, you know, the CGI looks bad. Like he's not going to say that about his own movie. So, you know, the CGI was a little bit noticeably off, but I don't think it made the movie any worse necessarily. I think there were still really good practical elements of the car racing and the rigs that they tied to the cars. But the C like the CGI, it was it could have been better for sure. There's been better CGI, but I wasn't overthrown by it, overblown. I think there was a big controversy blown out of proportion so it, it didn't take away from what was happening and there was only a few scenes where cgi is noticeably like not great so i don't know that that wasn't my focus as the cons for for this movie but yeah i think um i also think that if you are into the racing genre take a look at just the pulse that Ford versus Ferrari does and the pulse that Rush does for this. And even some of the earlier Fast and Furious movies do because those movies just have that edge and energy to driving and how is a driver going to manage certain situations? How are they getting around turns? How are they getting around weather conditions? Um, even in Rush specifically, there is a lot more to his character that he's leveraging in those situations like he has to think about his ego his ego is actually playing into the race that he's so cocky he thinks he can win which ultimately ends up affecting his health and that type of situation ford versus ferrari there was a lot of danger in what they were doing and then there was also the continental battle and the backstory behind that of like america versus italy and we have to make ourselves solidified as a country and show that we can compete with these people. So there was more subtext to those movies that does not translate into this one. I think those are good comparison comparisons of that. They needed that punch of the racing along with more depth to their protagonists. I just didn't feel like I cared about, um, the protagonists at all because it cause they just felt like they weren't actively trying to change or better themselves or they were weren't making poor decisions that would dramatically affect the story later on i just didn't feel like the cards would ever shift like ferrari just felt like he was in control the whole time and no matter what happened he could just do whatever he wanted and he would get away with it because he's ferrari so there didn't ever feel like there was stakes of him losing anything at any point in the film um, yeah. And then I just kind of want to wrap up by saying that the movie is not for everybody. And I do love Michael Mann's work. I, th I think that 
he is one of my favorite movies ever. Collateral is a great thriller too. Last of the Mohicans was something outside of his wheelhouse that he just really excelled in. I do like all of Michael Mann's work. I'll always try and show up for it whenever I can. And this movie, it's okay to not be biased with. There were just structural differences that were not great compared to his other work because you see a deeper understanding of the characters in his other movies than this one. So for that reason, I think it's just important that you look at it from the perspective of how well do they tell this story. And for a racing movie, there are certain expectations I felt like there were missed. So that's just kind of my general review of Ferrari. And um, I think if you're ever interested in seeing it, you, I think you should. But it, for the 2023 stacked catalog, it's, it definitely is lower on my list for sure. But, you know, that's unfortunate because I do like Michael Mann. And I think I'm interested to hear what other people have to say because maybe there were some things that went over my head or maybe there were things that other people did like about the movie. And that's totally cool. So I'm always willing to have those conversations. But um, yeah, I, I think that was just a good general review of Ferrari and some of the technical aspects. But yeah, so that's going to do it for me on this episode of the Cinema Wave podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We're on the YouTube Culture Wave Media Network. We have more podcasts coming for you guys. January is just getting started. There's a lot of big shows coming out. And then we have award seasons coming up. So be sure to stay tuned. Follow us on our Cinema Wave page for all those live updates of the award seasons. And uh, if you haven't already, follow us at those handles of Culture Wave Media on Instagram and then also Cinema Wave Media on TikTok and Instagram and then the Jersey's Finest podcast um, below. So click those handles. Can't wait to hear more from you guys. Give us some feedback. What more would you like to see? And then we will see you next time on the next episode.